Welcome to Pursuing the Pinnacle podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Let me share a truth with you that will come to be no surprise, and that is there will always be difficult and even painful circumstances in life that we simply cannot change. This includes some people who are the way that they are and are not likely to change just to please you. To not recognize this fact is to jeopardize our joy in Christ and to allow these unchangeable things to make us absolutely miserable. Therefore, how we deal with the unchangeable things of life often affects our quality of life. Such negatives can actually create a destructive pessimism as a Christian. Joyful people are optimistic people. Optimistic is crucial to our joy in life. In fact, in Psalm 105, in verse 3, it states, Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Now, I'm not referring to a blindly optimistic type of mindset that ignores the difficult realities of life. And I'm not suggesting that we should say that everything is wonderful when it clearly is not. But we must accept and deal with life as it's handed to us. We must find a productive and positive way to handle our relationships with difficult people and difficult situations. And when the facts won't budge, you have to bend your attitude to fit them. Those of us who have been redeemed and forgiven thanks to the blood of Christ need to embrace a worldview of Christian realism, which will lead inevitably to positive Christian thinking. And so I want to share six reasons why you should adopt a positive Christian attitude, changing your mind, changing your attitude to be able to look at things as God would have you to look at them. Number one is that God is in control. No matter what happens, this is our Father's world. This is not our world. We don't control this world. God is in control. He is sovereignly orchestrating all the events, kings and kingdoms, until his kingdom prevails. It's as Darius said, I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed, and his rule will never end. The question is, as Christians, do we really believe this? Secondly, God allows all things, even those that are ugly or unpleasant, into our lives for our good. As the great verse from Romans says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. If we will truly believe this, then our outlook on suffering must ultimately be positive, even though the pain is very real. And while we should never minimize or deny our suffering or that of others, we must not allow it to get the last word. Trials cannot override the omnipotent, omniscient love of God, who is determined to bless us. As Paul said, for as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Number three, even if the worst happens to us, and sometimes it does, the eternal life that Christ provides more than compensates. Heartache, depression, bereavement, and grief, all these are sometimes our lot to handle. 
Paul suffered many things for the gospel, including stoning, shipwreck, and betrayal. Yet the great apostle could say, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Number four, a positive Christian attitude rather than a sour realism is attractive. Titus 2.10 talks about the need to adorn the doctrine of our God, our Savior. While this verse has in mind a surrender of the sins of times past, can anyone argue with the fact that a smile is much more appealing to unbelievers than a frown? We as Christians say rightly that the Lord is the source of all true life, love, and joy. Perhaps our neighbors would be more interested in our faith if we actually acted as if we really believed that. And doesn't the God who saved us at such a great cost deserve to see us happy about that? Absolutely. Number five, we can choose to be positive Christian thinkers. Norman Vincent Peale was right when he said, when you get up in the morning, you have two choices, either to be happy or to be unhappy. Just choose to be happy. While this is simplistic advice, to be sure, there is a ring of truth to it. You're going to live one way or another during your allotted years on this earth. Why not be happy during them? A wealth of research says our living for a cause greater than ourselves generally increases our happiness. Do we not have so much to be thankful for as Christians, whatever our personal circumstances are? Try listing just a few of those things. You'll probably run out of paper before you run out of reasons. Don't forget, happiness is a choice. Lastly, number six, positive thinking often leads to positive results. The fact remains that optimistic risk takers generally succeed more than the pessimistic realist. As Christians, we should expect great things from God and attempt great things for God. In fact, positive Christian thinking is really a matter of love, for love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. On the contrary, if you start a task expecting to fail, you probably will. So win or lose, be positive, for God is with you. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it's my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless. God bless.